Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast, a podcast focused on helping us understand the process of loss and grief with the help of those who are living it. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 69. Through this show, you and I will examine the details we've discovered during our grief journey. We will share our experiences through the podcast, the blog, and on social media while building a community that desires a more open understanding of what grief is, how it affects us all, and how best to navigate its difficult path. Be sure to join the community, subscribe to the podcast, and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. And if you like what you hear in the show, please share an episode and the podcast with someone you know who could benefit a community that understands the path they are on. Now, in this episode, I thought I'd speak of the holidays, the expectations we all feel, and the truth we all must face, not only as we approach Christmas or New Year's Eve, but right after, those suddenly empty days that can affect our grieving thoughts and emotions just as much as preparing for the constant joy expected for the holiday gatherings themselves. So sit back, grab a moment alone with me as I discuss thoughts, feelings, and beliefs I have brought with me in this Christmas season. Now, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I have a monthly bereavement group I am involved with. It's an important piece of my grief journey, and let me explain specifically why. It's because there is nothing equal to being in a room of like-minded, similar experienced people who share a common path through the loss of someone very special, and the struggles which come with that experience. They get it. They understand, because they've been there, they've stumbled upon this same path themselves. And they just know. They they know the feelings, they know the what's next, they know the thoughts that are in your head because the same thoughts were in theirs. My friends, if you are listening to this podcast for the very first time or the tenth time, my suggestion to you is this find a group. Find your people, those who truly understand, those who have worn your shoes, those who have lived through and are still living through grief. They need not have experienced the same exact loss as you, the loss of a wife, a child, a friend, or a parent. They need not have experienced a sudden surprise loss. They simply need to have found their way upon the same path as you through their journey. Those, my friends, are the hands to reach out to steady you on your journey, because these are the ones who know, who live it, who have lived it, and who get it. Now, with that said, I would like to share the following piece. This piece was shared by my fellow bereavement group leader, Gary, who felt at last week's meeting, it may help everyone as we navigate through the Christmas season. I felt so strongly about what he shared that I knew right then and there I would share it here with you. I found specific passages that touched me more than others, and in our group, they expressed appreciation of different aspects of the writing as well. No matter what or how you walk away from this piece, I'm certain there will be a message inside it for everyone. The author is Mary Jo Zacher, director of Pastoral Care OSF Home Care Services, and it's entitled 
Christmas Deseret for those who grieve. And by the way, it's a plural noun. It means things wanted or needed, such as in happily ever after or eternal love. They appear to be the deserata of the current generation. The Mary Jo writes, Go peacefully amid the Christmas craziness and rushing, and remember that you do not have to participate at anyone else's pace but your own. As far as possible, without giving away a piece of who you are, be on good terms with those who matter to you. Speak of your grief quietly and clearly, and whenever you feel like it, allow others to listen to you and tell your story again and again. Stay away from those who drain you and be with those who give you a sense of peace. If you compare your grief with the grief of others, you may become faltering and discouraged for there will always be people in different stages of grief. Know that you are where you need to be for you. Enjoy your small steps of success along the path of grief. You have worked hard to attain each one. Keep interested in your own plans and your own life. Exercise caution in activities and traditions. Take care of yourself and be good to yourself. Set time limits on outings and events. Accomplish a few things and then rest. You heroically survived a death. You can heroically survive the holidays. Be yourself. Cry when you feel like crying. Talk about your loved one when you are so moved. If the world can't handle a name or a memory, then the world will have to learn, as you are learning. Don't be bitter when someone talks of love. Love is still a rare and precious gift. Listen, if you are able, to those of us who are further down the road in our grief. We walked where you are now walking. We remember that searing, intense pain It has gotten better for us. It will get better for you as well. Nurture yourself. Take a break from all the whys and what-ifs. Fatigue and loneliness are not your friends. Reach for peacefulness and some time alone. Be gentle with yourself. You are a survivor of the death of a loved one. You can survive anything. Therefore, be at peace with yourself and with your God. In the noisy confusion of the holiday season, strive to be at peace with yourself. In spite of all that you have faced, it is still a beautiful world. What a wonderful, detailed take on grief at a time like Christmas. And for me, the passage that grabbed me most was this. Be yourself. Cry when you feel like crying. Talk about your loved one when you are so moved. If the world can't handle a name or a memory, then the world will have to learn as you are learning. I love that. Be yourself. Cry when you feel like crying. My appreciation for this is because we oftentimes feel we can't feel during the holiday season, lest we bring others down. But that is also to deny yourself of what you are feeling, which is never a good thing. In my last episode, I mentioned how I recently had been finding myself being jealous of families during Christmas as as it's a constant reminder of what we've had and 
what we no longer can have as a family. And I wasn't proud of myself for feeling this way. But it is the honest way I was feeling at the time. And I need to take ownership in that and allow myself a bit more grace than I was allowing myself at the time. I needed to be okay being human. Be yourself, it says. If the world can't handle a name or a memory, in, then the world will have to learn as you are learning. That last part is so important. The world needs to learn as you have learned. Which reminds me of how at times it appears as though the world has forgotten about the whole inside of you as they go along with their days. But it's not that. It's that you are the direct beneficiary of this emptiness because it is with you. Sometimes as strong as that very first day. And for others, it is, but it isn't. Now, I realize there are times I say things that initially don't make any sense whatsoever. But know that I choose my words carefully, usually. So when I say for others, it is, but it isn't. I'm simply saying your loss is in many aspects the same for them, but in so many more aspects, it's not the same. Their life before your loss didn't have them walking each day right next to the lost loved one that you are experiencing, or dressing them for school and packing them lunch. Their every moment of the day interaction simply wasn't an every day, an every moment interaction. Yours was, but theirs wasn't with your loved one. It's not that they didn't or don't love or think of your lost someone. It's that they think of them in different ways and at different times for different reasons. The previous writing says something else which is important, in my opinion, for us all to consider. Enjoy your small steps of success along the path of grief. You have worked hard to attain each one. Now this, this is an easy reference which points out that you yourself have come a long way, no matter where you currently are now, from where you were, you have come a long way. Celebrate that. And then it says, be gentle with yourself. You are a survivor of a death of a loved one. You can survive anything. And this part speaks of allowing yourself grace, far more than you believe you are already giving yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror every day and be proud of who is looking back at you. Know that they have gone through so very much, and yet they show up every single day. That, in itself, is a win. And before I close out this episode, I'd like to share with you Something which I saw at a quaint little shop in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. It's just up the road from where I live. And if you've ever seen my Instagram stories when I'm walking and talking in a picturesque location, Cedarburg is most likely the backdrop for that particular walk. Here's what I'd like to share with you. This is the beginning of a new day. You have been given this day to use as you will. You can waste it or use it for good. What you do today is important because you are exchanging a day of your life for it. 
When tomorrow comes, this day will be gone forever. In its place is something you have left behind. Let it be something good. What a wonderful sentiment that is. When tomorrow comes, today will be gone, and in its place will be what you have left behind. Let it be something good. I'd like to think that is how my wife is guiding me each day, encouraging me to leave something good behind. I am certain each and every day she did just that. Thank you again for joining me on the Journey to Grateful podcast. I am so thankful for you being here each week. Please stop by the community and let your voice be heard. Share your story or ask questions. I am glad to help if I possibly can. You can head over to journeytograteful.com slash community to access our social media channels on Facebook or Instagram. Request to become a guest if you have and want to share your story or contribute to the blog. I also invite you to connect with me via email, tim at journeytograteful.com. Or more importantly, give me a call, leave me a voicemail and share your story or your personal struggle or something that this podcast may have helped you with. I would love to hear from you. Contact me at 262 298 2428. That's 262-298-CHAT. Or you can simply text me rather than leaving me a voicemail. And lastly, I ask if you like the show, please, please share the podcast with a friend. Take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show. It goes a long way to helping this podcast get in front of more and more people who need it. You can go to journeytograteful.com and choose the leave a review button on the homepage or the podcast page. Now I'd like to leave you with a quote from Tom Zuba, who says it quite plainly. There are no quick fixes to grief, no easy answers. Every expression of grief that wants to be felt and honored and given its space must be allowed in order to heal. No quick fixes, although we wish there were. And may I remind you, no deadline to get through your grief either. After all, grief is simply the expression of your love with no place to go. So as you are trying to find a way to express that love once again, ask yourself this. What is your something good you are leaving behind each day? Thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any other episode. And for those who are walking on their path with grief, I hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye.